Good evening and welcome once again to another episode of the Friday Night Parkdale Special. I'm your host Joyrider coming to you live from the Dollhouse in downtown Toronto with my feline co-hosts Chatty G, Silent J, and Floofmaster Toby, and this is episode 106. Last week, when I was talking about City Pop, I mentioned that one of its offshoots down the road was Vaporwave, and I figured, since we're here, let's just keep going with it. Vaporwave is said to be the first genre whose roots are entirely internet-based, rather than being from one specific country. It has its origins in Tumblr and Reddit forums of 2009 and 2010, and the name itself is a mashup of Vaporware, a technology that's hyped but never actually manifests, and Marxist theory about ideas following cycles, or waves of vapor. Its deepest precursor is Plunderphonics, which started in the 1970s but wasn't officially named Plunderphonics until 1985 by John Oswald, and more recently, Chillwave and Hypnagogic Pop. Plunderphonics is basically audio collage, and Hypnagogic Pop is all about 80s nostalgia. And in much the same way as both Plunderphonics and Hypnagogic Pop, Vaporwave takes pieces of 80s music, slicing and dicing them and mixing them with other cultural elements of the time to make something that's more like a memory distortion of that time than a true reflection of the time itself. And just as with memory distortion, the trick with this kind of nostalgia is that it's more like the Welsh concept of Hyraith, longing for a place or a time that may never have even existed. It's utopian retrofuturism that's surreal, cinematic, and ethereal, which criticizes capitalism and highlights themes of isolation and yearning. It began around the same time as Witch House, which is definitely on the board for a future episode, but has had more staying power than Witch House. It's had some odd offshoots, most of which feel like irony for the sake of irony rather than art, and one of which is straight up worrisome. Because the ethos glorified in Vaporwave is so predominantly white, a gross subgenre called Fashwave came to be when fascists realized that they could lean into that whiteness. So do beware if you go looking for Vaporwave that some artists are big ol' yikes. The earliest examples of Vaporwave, dubbed Proto-Vaporwave, were to some degree mashups done as a joke, but they took off and people began reworking old ideas in new ways. There have been lulls in the scene to a point where people have declared Vaporwave dead, but the core ideas live on in that desire for something better. Let's get started with one of the earliest proto-Vaporwave tracks, which is a mashup of sorts using Toto's Africa. It was done under the pseudonym Chuck Person, this from 2010 is She's Waiting. Thank you. 
Still in 2010, we have one next from Vectroid and their album Telnet Erotica. This is titled Nobody Here. Yeah. Oh. 
For those of you who didn't recognize the sample, that was lifted from Christeberg's Lady in Red. Next, from Skeleton, this is a track from their album Holograms called Fountain. Another proto-vapor wave piece, this time from 2011, by James Ferraro, called Palm Trees, Wi-Fi, and Dream Sushi. I am your touch screen waiter, Ted. Welcome to iCuisine. Here you go, monsieur. Please take a look at our virtual sushi menu. Player one has chosen California roll. Right away, sir. Your dish is being prepared by top chef Gordon Ramsay. Hello, I'm virtual chef number two. Would you like to taste some wine? Try the masterful taste of Dubai's finest wineries. Laughing. There you go, sir. And madam, did you care for a bit of sake?
search more wine. Yes, yes, please. Another look at the menu. You've got to search anything you want. Just give us a shout. By the way, the chef suggests the Australian coral reef roll. One thousand pounds. Where can see you? Say hello. Dish number one. Dotted shark roll is being served. Another platter of that green calamari rings. Branson's avatar says hello. Order three comments. Sonic water sushi. Up next, from One O Tricks Point Never's 2011 album Replica, this is power of persuasion.
up next from User32's 2011 album DLL, this next track relies heavily on a song by Ocean Lab featuring Justine Suiza called Satellite. This is your half a world away. Up next, this track is considered the first real vaporwave song. This is by Macintosh Plus, a female artist, and the track is called Lisa Frank 420 Modern Computing.
one of the things that happened around this time was that people started combining elements of other genres, subgenres, and microgenres with elements of vaporwave. Blank Banshee from St. John, New Brunswick is one of those people, and he ended up taking elements of trap another one that's on the docket for a future show, and combining them with Vaporwave. From his first album, Blank Banshee Zero, this is Wave Step. Up next, we have one from St. Pepsi, who samples a lot of Sister Sledge and a fair bit of City Pop. In one of the songs that is on his very first album, there's a song by Tatsuro Yamashita, which I think we actually played last week. But this evening, we're going to listen to one from his second album called Late Night Delight, which came out in 2013. The song is called Enjoy Yourself, and the sample is actually uh, Michael Jackson off the wall.
One of the things that's really interesting about the vaporwave scene is that many of the artists really prefer to shroud themselves in anonymity. It's hard to find information about some of them, and that is very much by design. Up next, we have one by Infinity Frequencies, who's best known for his trilogy, Computer Death, Computer Decay, and Computer Afterlife. From the first in that series, Computer Death, which came out in 2013, this is Infinity Frequencies' Lotus Bloom. One of the things that drives me nuts about Vaporwave is how some of the tracks are really, really short or end very abruptly, like that one. I was just getting into it. Up next, we have one from another act who prefers to keep themselves very anonymous. I believe that they are Canadian, somewhere based in Canada, and this is uh, borne out by the videos. and. Honestly, one of the really neat things about the videos for Vaporwave is how heavily they tend to lean on advertising of the 80s. But in this case, Echo Virtual is all about pulling from weather reports. In one of the videos, you can actually see a forecast for Southern Ontario, which makes me wonder if they're from this area of the province. From Echo Virtual's first album called Atmospheres One, this is Cumulus Fractus.
another one that feels like it could go on for another three minutes and I wouldn't be the least bit unhappy about it. Up next we have one from Macross8299 and this is from 2013. The track is called The Night in Tokyo. Around this time, a few subgenres started to come out of Vaporwave, including Future Funk, Sailor Wave, Ocean Grunge, which had a bit of a parallel to Shoegaze, and Mallsoft. Mallsoft was sort of like the kind of elevator music that you would hear playing on the speakers in a mall in the 80s. And this next album that we're going to listen to, called Hologram Plaza, pulled from that kind of idea. Disconscious put out this album in 2013, and one of the tracks is called Lunar Food Court.
vague memories of going to Sbarro and having to use a napkin to pad up the grease on my slice. I don't know how I feel about that. Next we have one from Infinite Quasar from the Music of the Now Age 2 sampler. This is titled Hachiroku. track comes to us from Brain's 2013 album New Wave. This is titled Data Touch Deluxe.
Next, from Bitter TV, this is Combat Home Electronics. Still in 2013, this is 18 Karat Affairs' song, Lonely Eyes.
Next up from Enmesh, this is Stay Forever.
This next one, the main sample, actually comes from a 1993 album called Ten Summoner's Tales by Sting. The song by Prism Corp Virtual Enterprises is titled If I Ever.
Our next song up is by Mensa Group International and comes from their 2013 album, Fjords Volume 2. The title is Lord Byron at the End of the World. Next, we have one from Hong Kong Express, who have tried to elevate their sound over the years to keep stepping up Vaporwave rather than letting it stagnate. From their 2014 album, 2047, this is Hong Kong Express and their song Traces of Tears.
Up next we have one from Golden Living Room, who is located in Wichita, Kansas. Their album, Welcome Home, which came out in 2014, features a photograph on the front of the album that looks like a living room out of perhaps 1974. The interesting thing about Golden Living Room is that he chooses to use organic instruments rather than samples. He has a number of Roland keyboards, some pedals, and a sitar, as well as some other unusual instruments. From the album Welcome Home, this is Golden Living Room's Flying in Your Sleep.
I've been mentioning in the chat a short documentary that I watched by Wolfenstein OSX. Archive.org has it, and it's really quite good. And he goes into this in a lot more detail than I can, unless I, you know, wanted to trim out a bunch of songs, which I don't. So let's keep going. Up next, we have one from Vaporer, which came out on their 2014 album, Mana Pool. This is titled 808 Dreams. I do love a good 808. I should also mention that Vaporer is known to be part of that vapor trap subgenre. Up next, we have one from Corp who are really into their packaging game, like Henry Lovell would be proud. Some very cool stuff. Looks like a fusion of Sega games and VHS tapes from the mid 80s. Like, just bang on. And interestingly enough, at the top of the show, I mentioned the Welsh concept of High Wraith. And I'm not the only one who got this vibe, clearly, because not only did Corp release an album called High Wraith and a song called High Wraith, they also ended up developing their own record label 
called Hyrith. From their 2014 album, Hyrith, this is Hyrith 1 by Corp. Among the offshoots, I mentioned Ocean Grunge, and it is, like I said, a little bit of shoegaze happening. Wolfenstein OS X compares it to being close to um, Sonic Youth and My Bloody Valentine. And in that sort of vein comes Sea of Dogs and their 2014 album Storm Memories. From that album is a very noisy track nonetheless enjoyable, meant to evoke sounds of the ocean. This is Sea of Dogs, No Fear.
another track with an aggressively abrupt ending. Next, from Ghosting's 2014 album Telenites, this is titled Tonight. Man, I want one of those. Up next from Phoenix 2772, this next track leans heavily on a Gloria Estevan and Miami Sound Machine track called 123. This by Phoenix 2772 is Miami Love.
up next we have a collaborative effort between the musicians of Telepath and Hong Kong Express, who we heard from earlier. They decided that they didn't want Vaporwave to be stuck in that 80s, 90s aesthetic, and so they tried to propel it forward with an act that they called 2814. This did very well, and their first full-length album was called Birth of a New Day. Rolling Stone described it as being a late-night cruise through the cyber-future dream highway. The whole thing was meant to tell a story of love lost and love found. This, from 2814's 2015 album, is called Distant Lovers.
next we have one from Renja, who I've had some difficulty finding out more information about, but based on some of the song titles I'm seeing associated with that name, my guess is that they're Vietnamese. This track leans heavily on a Jackson 5 song. I believe it's Got To Be There and by Renja from 2015 is titled Girl. sampling the Jackson 5, this next one is even easier to spot. This is also from Eco Virtual, from the album Atmospheres 4. This is Ultraviolet. I'll be the same if you love a heart. 
because I do love George Michael, but on the other hand, it's amazing to me that such a slice and dice effort isn't considered a remix, but can be an entirely new track on its own. This next one has been driving me nuts. While I know that it's under the name New Dreams Limited, which is one of Vectroid's aliases, and that it's from a 2016 album, Eden, and that it's called I Can Still Feel It, I know the sample and I cannot place it, nor can I find information online about what it was that was sampled. It's going to make me nuts. That being said, from 2016, this is New Dreams Limited. I can still feel it. I like it. Up next, we move into 2017, and earlier I touched on some of the offshoots of Vaporwave, one of which was called Future Funk. This next piece, which I'm going to apologize in advance for, is by Lola Disco, and it's called Feelin'.
So yeah, I didn't rickroll you guys on April Fools, but I had to do it here because it's the subtlest rickroll ever. Now we move into 2018, and from Windows 96's album 100 Mornings, this track is called Languages. Chennington's 2019 album Contrast, 
This song features some early Whitney Houston and is titled Your Apartment Can't Really Be That Small. song for the night comes from Death's Dynamic Shroud WMV's 2021 album Faith in Persona and it leans heavily on samples from Ariana Grande and the anime Carol and Tuesday. It's a beautiful little piece that illustrates that Vaporwave is not dead and it's titled Just to be Needed. No Oh 
And that's our show for tonight. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's always a pleasure to have you share some of your week with me. If you'd like to support the show, go to the fnps.com. All the social media links are at the top right, including my coffee link and the show's Patreon link. Patrons get access to my scratch pad, as well as early notice of bonus shows and some fun merch, as well as access to the private Brown Bag Wednesdays stream once I figure out the technical issues. Whether short-term or long-term support, your coins help me pay for hosting, streaming, and new tunes to keep the show both on the air and fresh. If you liked what you heard this evening, almost all of the artists I played are on Bandcamp, and our next Bandcamp Fridays is May 6th. There's also a suggestion box on the website, so if you have show ideas, drop them in there. I look forward to hearing them. And as always, be well and stay safe, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one.